On today's show, we are l -l -l live on YouTube answering your questions. We got the chat rolling right now. We got friends in the chat. Good things are happening. We're talking about Ja'Cory McLaughlin. We'll talk about Dragic. We'll talk about Luka versus Tatum. I mean, I thought it was Tatum versus Ja'Cory. That's did I, I get mean. that confused? Yes, you did. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Maps. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. Hey, hey, late nights with me and then going out it's like you're like batman but like a real boring version of batman <laughs> and welcome you are locked on to the dallas mavericks my name is nick angstead media member and coordinator for the locked on podcast network and joining me as always my co-host contributor at mavs.com writer and insider for the dallas mavericks the beat up boy the one more thinking what you got for me isaac harris no, 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 no. We're not, you're not taking anything from yesterday's pod. There's no way. So, oh, just, so you don't want me to just play it right now? No, no. We got to leave yesterday's pod behind us. This is a new day. It's a new dawn. It's, it's a, new, a new day. Uh, but no, we have uh, a brand new, well, okay. The signing's not official yet. But uh, Tim McMahon tweeted out about uh, Ja'Cory joining uh, the Mavs in that second two-way spot. And if you listen to the podcast version of this, we're live right now on YouTube. Where it's 9 o'clock at night, Central Time. And uh, the chat is... Jimmy, we're about to kick you from this chat. Uh, the <laughs> chat is going strong on YouTube. This is going to be a different pod as we take questions in our life. Don't be... You're in the chat right now. You're supposed to be listening to myself. Like we're going back and forth and you're in this chat. It's and, the uh, off season. If you couldn't tell it's the off season, but we're going to be talking about a lot of different things today and answering questions on uh, the chat on YouTube and also life advice questions. That's yeah. not going to be on the, the podcast stream. It's going to be uh, extra on our YouTube channel. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. We are inching, getting ever closer to 7,000 subs. And once we get to 7,777, I think it just ends there, right? Like we don't get any higher than that. It just ends at 77777. We have to drop a special video on YouTube when that happens. With sevens? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all right, start getting your questions in. We will start taking them. Uh, let's just start real quickly. This is not the biggest news of the day, but the Mavericks signed Ja'Cory McLaughlin to a two-way deal. All things Mavs, our friend Jimmy asked, is Ja'Cory McLaughlin going to solve all of our secondary creative problems or what? Or what, Isaac Harris? Yes. No, great question. You know, for the longest time, Dragic has been in the rumors, and now I don't think the Mavs have to go get Dragic. They have Ja'Cory. That's going to solve all their problems and needs as a secondary creator. I'm I'm kidding. Honestly, um, I mean, cool. I mean, UC Santa Barbara guy, uh, you know, the, about the only thing I know about him right now. I mean, he played summer league for the Warriors, but I've heard he, you know, an analytics treat him well. And um, I mean, yeah, I don't seem to have, have a rough summer league. Didn't shoot the ball well, shot like 40% from the field, 30 something percent from three. Not not that great in summer league, uh, but he did have some pretty good passes. I saw I was watching some highlight reels of him and I thought that he showed a good like patience. I thought he was finding guys. He averaged like five something assists per game in summer league, which is kind of rare for guards in summer league to average that many assists. So I thought that uh, he showed some of that. And so to take over for Nate Hinton, it'd be interesting to see what uh, this front office thinks of him and compared to Nate Hinton. It, it was 
we're going to learn a whole lot about this front office and who they play and who they sign and who they keep around. So, uh, yeah, Ja'Cory McLaughlin, everybody was asking, who's going to be the other two-way guy? That happens to be the other two-way guy. Here we go. This is it. Uh, That's yeah, all so- your Ja'Cory McLaughlin content. <laughs> um, <laughs> a follow-up question. Will Nate Hinton's cutting be the reason we don't beat the Nets in four? Uh, we, yeah, I think we'll just beat them in five now. Do we have any real questions? Here's a real question. We'll get to this one. Here's from Cheese Wiener. Whoa. <laughs> How much do you think the roster has improved from last year? This is a great question. Uh, and I think that we, we've talked about this a lot. Uh, I'm sticking with the I'm sticking with the 10%. I think the Mavericks roster got 10% better. Now, that's just with additions. That's not, do I think Porzingis is better than last season? Do I think Tim Hardaway Jr. His play stays consistent all season? Do I think Luka takes a step up, right? That could change it to 15, 20%. But I think they got 10% better, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I mean, so you, you quote tweeted a thing with our, our Twitter account the other day, Locked on Mavs, and someone was just saying, I forgot who it was. I think it was a friend of the pod uh, or longtime listener, Cameron, and just said that, hey, like, I'm tired of, he basically sent a tweet saying, I'm tired of, you know, the optimism, tired of you guys just act like this offseason was so successful and like the home run and all this stuff. If you've been listening to this pod, would neither one of us have no. been saying that this was a home run offseason? Like this was a Nick has been saying 10%. I've been using the baseball analogy of saying this they hit a single. Like they they got the first, okay? There's, because there's gotta be a there's gotta be an in-between. We can't just go tear it all down or everything's great and sun. It's that doesn't just, work for social media. Right? Like it's not just one or the other sometimes. And I, I think we're, you know, sort of in the middle on this offseason. Now, did they did they miss a huge opportunity? Absolutely, right? Like they t- they definitely missed a big opportunity to take advantage, but how many guys changed teams that there were a max contract guy? Like just one, right? Kyle Lowry was really the only guy that changed teams that was a max contract guy. So what opportunity did they really miss too? So you got to put it into context a little bit with that. Uh, at least they added some talent. They they saved Tim Hardaway Jr. So they didn't, it wasn't a disaster, but it also wasn't incredible either. Yeah. Okay. So looking at the the minutes played in against in the playoff series against the Clippers this past offseason seven games remember took a otherworldly performance from Kawhi to beat the Mavs in seven games these are the top minutes played on the Mavs Luca Tim Hardaway Porzingis Dorian Finney-Smith Jalen Brunson Boban Maxi that's the top seven guys in minutes in that playoff series well now you're adding Reggie Bullock and Sterling Brown to that and uh, what, I mean, however you think about Moses, but like, and however you feel like Sterling Brown's going to play either way, you're adding those guys to this rotation. It's not like you're saying, okay, take away, take away spot number two, four, six. Oh, you're taking those steps, top seven guys who went to seven games and adding Reggie Bullock for the most part, a little bit of Sterling Brown to the team. So they definitely got better. It's just, they hit the single instead of the triple or home run that we were wanting them to do. If they get Dragic, does it change the? Do they get a double in your? Do they yeah. get a double? Oh, yeah. Do they get oh, a double yeah. and a half? <laughs> they got. If they get Dragic, it's a double, and it could be stretching for three. Maybe. Yeah, I would. I would take it to. I would. If they get Dragic, I would say maybe they got. 20 15 20 percent it, it depends it depends on what goes out for Dragic too like we got to see is this a, a bigger three-team trade is there other players involved if they give up you know 
two of those top seven dudes in that rotation and Dragic comes in, is the Zach keep it a double? If they get Dragic for free, just out of like a buyout, then heck yeah, sign me up. So it, it depends on what that trade looks like. We got another one here, just a quick one. We'll get to from all things Mavs, our friend Jimmy. Real question because I put the I put it on I put the poll on my Twitter. Who makes a bigger impact next year, Moses Brown or Josh Green? Let's Josh. say they both <laughs> let's say they both stay on the Mavs, right? Like let's say that neither of them is in a Dragic type trade. Josh Green. That's Josh it. Green makes a bigger impact because I can see I say it pretty confidently. I, I can make the case that Moses Brown fits a role so much easier than Josh Green, and you could see him rolling and Luca can make him so much better. Like Luca can make Moses Brown better than he can make Josh Green, right? I just don't think Moses Brown plays over Willie and Dwight. It's it's hard. Yeah. I that just is don't hard. see that. So that's my only thing. And I love the prospect of Moses Brown. If they combine some of the other centers on the roster for a bigger trade for like Dragic, whoever, then yes, like I love the idea of Moses Brown. I just don't with the center rotation we have right now, I don't see how Moses plays over Willie, Dwight, you know, all these other centers on the team. I, I just don't see. After they picked up the team roster for Willie, they have Dwight at $11 million. We know how they feel about Dwight, pal. Coming up, we're going to get into some questions about Luca and KP, their relationship, all kinds of stuff. Uh, like James says, like and subscribe to the, to the to <laughs> We got to talk about the Tatum thing. It's that it can't just be an SEO grab. We well, no one's asked the, I haven't seen the question yet. We'll get to it. Coming it was at up. the top. But before we do, let's talk about Sweatblock. Sweatblock is a product that you need if you deal with profusive sweating. If you're wearing a shirt like this, a gray-type blue shirt, and you walk outside, you know, if you're a big guy in Texas right now or, or anywhere basically in the south, you're dealing with the sun and you're dealing with the heat and as soon as you walk outside you start feeling it all of a sudden you just start feeling your pores filling up with water droplets and boom all of a sudden you can't wear the same clothes that you wore during a time when it's seasonably cooler and so right now you need sweat block sweat block is wipes that you just wipe under your armpits the night before and for seven days, you get a dry shirt guarantee. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. So get the wipes, get the deodorant, whatever you can from Sweatblock. It's awesome stuff. You can wear what you want to wear. It's your little secret to confidence. Get it today for 20% off at sweatblock.com. When you use our promo code locked on, it helps the podcast. It helps you guys sweat less. It helps you look better at all this. Go to sweatblock.com. Again, promo code locked on for 20% off at sweatblock.com also when you tell you about direct tv does this sound familiar you've got one device that lets you catch the game live another one that lets you stream your favorite shows you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friend login for the good stuff you got all this stuff going on at once it's hard to keep it going and hard to keep it all straight but we found a way to get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. I think I bought my iPad just so I can watch other stuff on it. With Direct TV, I won't need to do that. Get rid of the clutter and the confusion. Go get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at Direct tv.com that's directtv.com compatible device required content varies by package all right Isaac Harris speaking of package let's get into the situation with Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis uh, I wanted I, I like this question first now I have to scroll all the way back and find it because it lost my place <laughs> <laughs> of course this is gonna sound uh, great okay, on the this pod. Is from, 
<laughs> Sounds great on the podcast. Luca hates when KP pops instead of rolling down off screens. Did y'all feel like Luca kept the ball from KP intentionally to make his point? This question's from Travis. No. You don't think he kept it intentionally ever? Not even once? No. No. Wait, let me pass that. Because I think sometimes KP kept it in like to make a point just because. I think Luca kept the ball sometimes just because KP's not that great of an outside shooter. Like he's not an incredible outside shooter. He was not a knockdown like 50% on open threes type shooter. And so he it wasn't the best play at the time. It wasn't always the best play. He can't always hit him with that open shot all the time because they would have scored like what 33% of the time. That's just not enough. Or 30, I, you know, 7 or whatever percent of the time. Yeah, and I think there's a difference between Luca keeping it because he thinks he can make the better play than Luca keeping it just to prove a point to that KP should have rolled. I, True, that, yeah, it's different. That's what I think is different. I think I don't think Luca is, you know, going driving towards the basket saying, "I'm not going to pass to you because you should have rolled, bro." Now, Luca's going to take it to the basket because he's like, "I probably can score on anybody in the league better than um KP can shoot it from 3 right now." Yeah, so I mean yeah, there's a there's a, a, a lot of stuff in there. There's a lot of different conversations with his uh, with their relationship and all that. And I think we're going to see a different relationship between them this year. I think Luca learned a lot from the Olympics, the chemistry point that he made at the end of the Olympics was really big. And I think he was talking about KP in that. So hopefully we'll see that a little bit better. And we'll see what Jason Kidd does with them too. Uh, all right, let's get to it. This is from crimson Beskar. Why is Luca better than Tatum? This what was did you put as the title for this, for this thing. What you put for the title for this thing, Luca, why Luca isn't better than Tatum? Luca isn't better than Jason Tatum? Question mark. Oh, hmm. That's what I put as the title. This is this is also great for a podcast. We're rolling today. Okay, so this is a conversation on Twitter that I saw some people bringing up. I think it started with somebody one of those BS tweets that was like a picture of Luca in his hook with his hookah, like Huka Doncic, the real like actual Luca. And and he was just chilling. And then there's a picture of Jason Tatum in the gym with like full sweat and all that. He needed sweat block that day. But and they were like, oh, Luca's just chilling. This is what a real like you know workout looks like. This is what a real player looks like, what a real, you know, yeah. whatever player does. And so then I think it evolved into Tatum is better than Luca. Now <laughs> that's laughable for us. I think everybody in the chat is just completely laughing at that idea. Uh, it's a little incendiary that I put it as the title for sure. And all, and all that, like I get that, but let's explain it. Why is Luca better than Jason Tatum? Well, he's just better. Like, first off, let me, let me say this. This one is a little bit difficult for me in the sense of when I think of young players, Jason Tatum is the one that's right behind Luca. In my opinion, like, Trey Young is more laughable to me. Zion is more laughable to me. Jason Tatum is the next guy. So one, I'm I'm probably not going to laugh as hard as the majority of people in this chat or like majority like Mavs fans in this because I actually think Tatum is closer to Luka than all the other young guys in the league. When I say young guys, like in that age range. So because Tatum, like the thing Tatum has that Luka doesn't have is that defensive stopper ability that's the thing that Tatum has now let's go to Luca is the better playmaker Luca is the better passer Luca can run your whole offense he can run point guard much better I think it's easier to build around Luca than it is Jason Tatum like we could go all day with that stuff 
But Jason Tatum's a better defender. And I re- I, I'm a huge believer in Tatum. And that's the unfortunate part about this is I think I hate that it's like either or. I think both of these guys are young cornerstone, really, really good players that I think both of them will be top 10 players in the league for, for a long, long time. The thing Tatum has too, that I'm sure Bob, I haven't really engaged with this discord on discourse online is Tatum has a lot of playoff experience already. He's in like, he's already been in like seven or eight playoff series. He's already been to two conference finals. I get it. He, you know, is in the East. I mean, LeBron benefited from that for a decade when everyone wanted to throw out there and be like, hey, LeBron made the finals again. It's like, okay, cool. He went through a YMCA league to get to the finals. This year so. might actually be true, though. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, this year is true. But this year the East might be better. LeBron's playing Bishop Sycamore in the Eastern Conference you know, finals to to get there. So, uh, <laughs> but, but no, I, yeah. So, he, but he's just, he, Jason Tatum is not better than Luka Doncic. Like that, that's funny because I think Tatum is a top 20 player in the league where Luca is a top five player in the league. It's not, it's not even a debate. They're not in the, the only debate you can have is who would you rather start a franchise with? And like Luca's one, but like Tatum's in that, like, Oh, Tatum's top five, top three, but Tatum's not even in the top 10 as far as best overall players in the league. So it's not even close. Yeah, this is a, this is a pretty easy one, but there's you start looking at their numbers, and even their their numbers don't even match up, right? Like Lucas just <laughs> Lucas numbers are such on a different level. Like even as a scorer, Lucas is just so much better as a scorer than Jason Tatum, and Tatum can hit different shots than Luca can, and he can do different things than Luca can. But Luca is an offensive engine onto himself. They wouldn't have to go get Kemba Walker, right? Like they wouldn't have to go get somebody like that. They wouldn't have, uh, you know. They ha- they wouldn't have the the problems that they had offensively last season if Luca was was on the Celtics. I I think uh, maybe that's a blasphemous take, but Luca can just create out of nothing. Jason Tatum is not necessarily creating out of nothing for others and creating out of nothing for the whole team. He creates his own shot for sure. He's great. He's a really really good player. He can, he's getting better. All that kind of stuff. Uh, defensively, obviously Tatum has the advantage, but there's just something different about a guy that can get his own shot at will, that can create a shot for others, that can take a guy like Tim Hardaway Jr. and go from like a 33% three-point shooter to a 40% three-point shooter when he's on the floor. He just creates that for guys like that. He just creates for others, and yeah, he just got Tim Hardaway Jr. paid, basically. Yeah. Uh, because and- he was a completely different player when he came into Dallas and now and until now. I want to emphasize, too, I think like Celtics fans, I'll just say Celtics fans, would have a good point too that I think even as fans as Mavs or Luca, you just have to say, yeah, good point. Like the argument for Tatum would be, hey, this guy's guarding the other team's best player. You're not going to do that with Luca. Hey, Jason Tatum has performed, you know, average 28, 30 points a game in a, in the conference finals of a playoffs. He's helped lead his team, you know, through seven playoff series in, in his first what four seasons in the league. So. I, there are arguments for Tatum. That's why I think Tatum is the clear number two whenever you do the best players under 25 or best players under 23, however you want to do that. That's why I don't like this discourse because, I, because I'm just really high on, on Jason Tatum. I think he's really, really good. Coming up, we got to get to as many questions as we possibly can. It's the third segment, Rapid Fire. We'll get to them as quick as possible. It's- People asking about Zion, people asking about Dragic, a lot of stuff in the chat. We'll get to it coming up. But before we do, I got to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. If you don't know that by now, you just haven't been listening to the show. They got all kinds of stuff. They have all kinds of new products all the time that you can get. 
I've told you about the flavors. Mint brownie is great. The coconut is great. The raspberry, the cherry barcia. People love the cookies and cream. Those are great flavors. But they just added the coconut marshmallow puff. That adds a little bit of marshmallow inside of your inside of your protein bar, inside of your built bar. That's absolutely delicious. And also, you have the uh, coconut almond and peanut butter brownie protein balls, and these are vegan. I know a lot of people like our like my friend Ross Jackson who hosts Locked On Saints. He can't eat these built bars because they weren't vegan. Now this is a product that you can eat. So if you've been saving off, if you've been holding off, you want a protein type bar that you can eat. These protein balls are for you. 10 grams of protein. They're gluten, grain, and dairy-free, each one of them. So go check it out. Use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at Built.com. Also, I want to tell you about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the best place to put some money down on sports. Lots of stuff coming up all the time. NFL action always. Dallas Cowboys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, game one. Cowboys, seven and a half point underdog. Over under 51 and a half. That seems high. 51 and a half. First game. Who do they play again? Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 51 and a half. I mean, Tampa might put up 51 and a half by themselves. Just on. The, just, yeah, just I'm on. taking the over on that. Cowboys defense is going to suck. Is Dan Quinn back? Do we know if Dan Quinn, the defensive coordinator for the Cowboys, is back? Uh, Do we know? Is Michael Parsons going to make that big of a difference for this team? They're talking about maybe they're going to trade Jalen Smith. Lots of stuff with the Cowboys. But if you want to put some money down on the Cowboys or you're like a masochistic Cowboys fan, you enjoy some schadenfreude, you want to put some money down on the Bucks. go ahead. BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code LOCKEDON. Get a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get to some more questions. I want to say something real quick. The Luca hookah thing. If you're trying to if you're trying to pull a picture, which I have those pictures saved on my phone. They're hilarious. I'm gonna use them for memes throughout the season. Luca Luca is a top five player at the age of 22 22. He is already like won two first team all NBAs. So it is hilarious to me whenever he is getting tweets of him side by side with players who are not at his level working. I'm like, Hey, congrats. I'm glad you guys are working out. Try to hey. get to Luca's level. Yeah. I was so, saying, they, they have to do that. <laughs> I'm like, I think this proves this shows more about Luca than the other guys that Luca's like, bro, I can set back on my hookah and chill out because y'all are just trying to get on my level. So I, that's I I enjoy these tweets. Send them. Send more of them to me. I need more. <laughs> I actually think I might I might lean into it. I'm gonna find a, a random player working out and be like, Hey, what if Luca was working out like campaign? Can we find one of Alonzo Trier? Oh yeah, somebody <laughs> somebody DM me right now. Try to <laughs> find me Alonzo Trier working out. And I, I'll I'll put out a tweet. We got over a hundred people watching the stream right now. Somebody's got time on their hands to find Alonzo Trier working out. Please uh, talk soon. All right, that's that's a deep cut. Like that joke goes back years now. How long yeah, we've been doing this with with Luke? Hey, All if, right. only, if only Salah could block shots inbounds. Let's get to some. <laughs> Let's get. <laughs> you haven't used your soundboard this entire time. We're going to get to some more questions from James. Would anyone trade Luca for Tatum? No, no that, that's, a, that's another all. one. If you can just look at that and say, no. okay, no one would even trade him straight up. You have to look at the contract and all that, but no one would trade Luca straight up for Tatum, right? The Tatum Not side would have to add stuff to it. You, that's an easy way to say who's better. Okay. Well, <laughs> one side has to add more. Not uh, even close. Than that. TJ asked the question, 
How is Zion laughable? Dude averaged 28 with zero spacing. Talking about a Luca Zion comparison. Um, yeah, have you looked up his injury history? And that, I mean, I just don't. I, yeah, you're asking the wrong guy when it comes to Zion. I never, I never was all in like he, like he, a lot of people were about him being like the next star of the league. I thought, I, I mean, I was on this podcast saying he was like a, a super more athletic, like Draymond Green type. I just don't. I don't think he is a, a number one on a team. And I, I just, I don't think that. So I mean, Did we, we could, do this with Giannis like last year though. Uh, I don't think it's to the same level. No. Okay. Giannis doesn't have the injury history. Zion does either. True. And in Giannis, the defense is way different than, than Zion. The, the, the size is a different thing. I think you would take length over girth, right? In, in a long term yeah, scenario. Yeah. Uh, from town, from town, Brad Pitt. No association with Brad Towns Pitt, son. Can you see Moses Brown becoming Giannis 2.0 <laughs> under Jason Kidd? I'll let you take this one. No. In what way? What way would Moses Brown be the closest? No, no. He's actually I, tall. He's actually taller and longer than Giannis. Guys, just please, please, whatever you do, don't try to do the Tyson Chandler starter kit with Moses Brown. Just don't do it. I'm just waiting for the training camp photo of Moses Brown standing next to Tyson Chandler. If Tyson Chandler comes on the uh, yeah, the, the this training, is gonna, this is going to happen. He's going to be at training camp down on the other end of the practice court, working out. We're all going to be tweeting from the practice facility, and Twitter's going to erupt if he's even at camp. Oh man, it's going to be so great. Uh, okay, here's the question: If the Mavs get Jules. Ben Simmons dynasty, maybe. Let's say hypothetically, let's play the what if game. What if the Dallas Mavericks got Ben Simmons, kept Chris Porzingis too? How good is that team? It's unrealistic, but let's just talk about it. Why not? Well, I mean, I think they're, um, I think they're a really good team. I don't think they're automatic title team. I don't think they're automatic, like, hey, same level as Brooklyn, but I think it definitely puts them, you know, in my opinion, that would put them in that top that top group in the West. Even though you have two guys in Porzingis and Simmons that have not been proving to be real big playoff performers, right? Like you get two of those guys together. That's why I'm sort of interested to see how this Bulls thing works out with Vucevic and DeRozan like separately and in a vacuum. Those guys are both great players, but in the playoffs, they just haven't really shown up. I don't know if that would make the Mavs that much better to get Simmons with Porzingis because those guys kind of shrink in the playoffs a little bit depending on the matchup. I think it, I think it actually would, yeah. It wouldn't make them that much better. I think it would make them better. Yeah, uh, you have you have an elite wing defender at that point. Like no matter who you play, LeBron, Kawhi, or whoever. Like let's just take offense out. Like you yeah. have that guy. Like Dorian's good. We love Dorian, but Ben Simmons is the next level of that. Marcus asked the question: Who's winning in a fight between Luca and KP? <laughs> fist straight up fist fight. Luca. He's just got, I think he's got pounds on Porzingis, right? Like, probably. Porzingis has the reach, but Luca connects on one, and, and Luca probably is just like, he's so good at everything right away. He probably has like perfect form on his punches, right? Like, yeah, I would take, I would take Luca on that. Just for no reason at all. Uh, here we go. Here's a question that I think a lot of people are asking Do you start Reggie over Dorian from Roy? Yeah, that's a great question. I honestly don't have a firm answer on that. I think, we, what about we, you? Not the Mavericks, but you. Um, I, I think it kind of depends on who, who else is out there. Like if they're running two, two bigs, 
then I think I want Reggie. But if on the if other it, team or on the Mavs team? On the Mavs. Like if the Mavs are starting Dwight and KP, then I want Reggie. But if they're starting KP at, at center, then I want Dorian out there. So, you know, it's kind of a cop out, but sure. I would like to start both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think the ideal starting lineup is Luca, Tim, Reggie, Dorian, and KP. That's what I want to start. So it's just, I, I think Reggie's better at defending point guards than Dorian, but I think Dorian's better at defending some of these fours in the league compared to Reggie. The worst shooter in that lineup is either Dorian, who's had a pretty good percentage over the last couple of years, or Porzingis. <laughs> like Porzingis yeah. is your worst shooter in that lineup. That's pretty wild. From our boy Bates, does Boban look better with or without a mustache? With. The mustache, like, he looks really good. I was surprised how good he looked with that mustache. It's great. I love Boban. I don't also, care. What, yeah, Boban. Speaking famous. of Boban, have you seen the video of uh, Adam Sandler? Boban. Yeah. Playing pickup. I just need to see one on one, just once. Sandler versus Boban. Just that's one our, time. That's our secondary creator. That's what. That's what we if need. If we can just... sign Tony Romo, we can sign Adam Sandler. <laughs> you heard it here first. There is precedent for this, right? <laughs> Make that the title of the the video today. We'd get clicks. <laughs> Oh, man. Here's just a good comment just from a good person. Squiggly man. Avatar the Air- Last Airbender is the best show. It's how true. Do we, how do we end the stream? Uh, question. Opinion on the five to six centers on the roster. I think someone will get traded before training camp. Who do we think gets traded with the five to six centers? We have Porzingis. We have Boban. We have Willie, Dwight, Moses. And I, I count Maxi as like a small ball center, too. That's six. Um, yeah, I don't think they take six people, six centers into the season. So, uh, by training camp, okay, I was making sure you didn't say immediate it by training camp, which training camp does start at the end of September. Uh, let's, let's put a, a date in there. Let's put a better date in there and say by the first preseason game, let's just say that by the first preseason game, somebody moves, but who is it? Is it, it's just Moses. And then they keep Porzingis, Boban, Willie and Dwight. No, I think it's Moses and Dwight. Moses and Dwight go. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, there you go. That's personal opinion, guys. That's not anything to that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot more questions we'll get to on the stream. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We will be asked, answering some more questions and getting into our life advice that we love so much of dating and love and career questions that we get from people. It's awesome. Guys, on the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. You know, I didn't start, fun fact that y'all probably don't care about, I didn't start drinking <laughs> coffee until this year. And oh, you started. I still have not. I still don't like it. Uh, my new job, I, I joke that my new, my new job, I didn't drink coffee until I started my new job, and uh, <laughs> now I need coffee. You're recording late nights with me and then going out. It's like, You're like Batman, but like a real boring version of Batman. <laughs>